Episode seven, little insights. Loving it. Lockdown nearly over. It's yeah. Yesterday's announcement. It's nearly over. So, what's that mean? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we have got some big news. Big news. Back, big man back in town. Hey guys, nice to be back. Nice to be out of lockdown. Yeah, almost, almost, almost there. So, what we're thinking is just having a chit chat, really, again as usual. No real sort of agenda or thoughts to it, but thinking about what things might start to look like when things come back. What what we're going to need to do as teachers, what the profession's going to need to do, where we're going to have to start to address issues, address gaps. So, any thoughts? Uh, it's exciting. I'm not going to have a backache any longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. Sat hunched over a computer all day. Yeah. It'll be an entire uh, profession of uh, people going to need chiro chiropractor <laughs> surgery and stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Exciting. I think. I think. I think I've got really bored of remote learning. You know. Can't, can't lie, we've all got to do it, and it's kind of like bread and butter to most of us now, but it's just like, oh, really? My lessons are starting to get a bit dry. It's not the same. Really not the same. Do you think we're going to ask people to constantly put their hand up as well when they come back, so everything they do? Put your hand up if you understand what I say. Yeah, just, your hand just, up yeah. if you put <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was, I was saying, I was sort of, you know, actually, there's going to have to be an element of retraining basic kind of classroom behaviours, basic expectations, you know, when you think about their learning environment at the moment, which has pretty much become their norm for the last two, three months, you know, spinning on chairs and stuff, it's just like a natural kind of thing of being at home and being in your own environment. Just getting up and going to get a drink. Yeah, but yeah, BRB. Like, I had to ask what BRB, be right back. They're just like, basically, yeah, I'm just going to be right back. I'm just going to go off and, you know, can you imagine in the middle of a classroom, 30 kids just suddenly go, oh, BRB time, so I'm just going to do right back. say that? Yeah, there's one for BRB, and I was like, you have to help me out. What the I didn't know what BRB meant, but it was, uh, yes, yeah, be right back, and it's just like they've gone for a orange squash, you know, as you do. But, you know, we, we're going to have to almost retrain the kind of, I guess, that routine of being able to sit in a classroom, you know, that, you know and I don't want to talk about 1950s style sitting at desks, kind of, but, you know, actually, they're going to need a bit of self-discipline. That's going to be a big, that's going to be a big challenge, I think, relearning how to learn. In, in that environment. So there's a lot of freedom, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I think, I personally, there's been some good things to have come out of the remote kind of process to a certain degree, but I, I genuinely think the actual engagement of a lesson is, is no, just not going to be the kind of environment of a classroom experience. I think there'll be some appreciation. I think there was when we came back in September. A lot yeah. of people were just really glad to be back at yeah. school, whether that was to see their friends or whatever it was, but I just felt like it was... Yeah, it's different. A lot of pupils I'm speaking to are kind of like they've been really happy about the news yesterday. Mm. You know, coming back as soon as possible. And you think you you, you know you look at the sort of the sevens, sevens have, haven't really had a kind of a consistent experience in secondary school yet. So they're kind of the eights didn't really because they kind of end of their summer term was kiboshed and then it's kind of gone, gone through. So you know everything through from the lower years where they've not had a consistent experience to like the exam groups. Yeah, there's going to be so hopefully a bit of self-motivation there. Year the eights have potentially had it the worst. Yeah, I agree. They've not actually had a full year of secondary education. Yeah, and potentially going into their year nine option year with not probably having done half the curriculum of... Yes. I mean, I suppose that 
begs the question, how do we start to kind of close the gaps? How do we, how do we start to sort of, if there are gaps or, you know, you know let's, let's be re realistic. There's got to be something out there that's going to be causing us challenges and problems. Yeah, I think we go, go back to basics, go back to that, talk about it, Rosa Shines, daily, weekly, monthly review. And in my, in my, we talked about this just before, in my last school, we had something called five minute interventions. And everything was, so you do that recap of the previous learning. And if you had seen that there was something missing, you would go, you would actually, you'd look at your watch, you'd go, oh, I've got five minutes to correct this. And you'd set about, you'd have an activity that was kind of ready to, to use if you needed it. And it would be this five minute intervention to address that gap. And then you would move on with the learning. That could be something that you could use. Yeah, I think I think we're definitely going to have to become multifaceted and multi-tooled because there is going to be, I think that whereas that approach is absolutely right, I think you're also going to encounter situations where within the class the need for differentiation where you'll probably need that five minute fix for some kids, it might need even you know, a whole three steps back for some others, whereas others you might need to accelerate and they've done all the learning, they've been engaged and they've gone above and beyond, they've been reading the bits and pieces, you know, that's, that's, that's the challenge for the profession I think. I think like coming back to kind of discussing year eight, you know, arguably their whole curriculum kind of needs to change because, you know, we're talking about kind of the nuts and bolts of learning and filling in those gaps. But then there's also that kind of well-being side to stuff, yeah. you know, that as a school, you know, I think it's going to be really important to address. And actually, it's going to be interesting. How do we kind of balance both? You yeah. know, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure to kind of cover content to get them ready to start their GCSEs mm -hmm. or... Is there an argument actually, you know, we focus more on their well-being and maybe they're kind of learning to learn skills? Mm. I don't know, what do you guys think? I think, I think this, is a, this is an opportunity. You know, it's, it's obviously been a huge challenge and a huge undertaking, but I think it opens up so, so many more doors than it possibly we, we'd anticipated. And that, and, and that is, you know, it's maybe a reinvention of how either schools or how an institution look. Do you become slanted more towards the well-being? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly discussions that, need to happen um i mean i think for me one thing we've got to be mindful of and i think this is just across the board is just that rhetoric of saying things like oh the covid generation or the catch-up generation because they're gonna they're gonna feel that they're kind of that's a good point kind of like that's a good point, yeah. behind or have missed out and actually it's just a set of circumstances that we all have to now deal with and actually it's beyond other things so yeah yeah i think the language is going to be quite important that you use yeah i think if you keep if you they walk into your classroom and go, okay, guys, you've, you've missed out on eight weeks of learning. Yeah. Probably not true because yeah. you've done the online stuff, but actually that's just immediately lowered expectations. Exactly, yeah. We're behind. We need to catch up. It's, it's kind of going to put maybe even pressure when you talk about well-being. Actually, yeah. anxiety levels might be heightened because you do something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Out of interest, what do you think you definitely want to keep doing? So what would you incorporate from your kind of remote learning experience into your kind of in-classroom? He's not been listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, no, we, we, we talked about this. <laughs> I think this is the last episode. I've been addicted to moat since we talked about doing moat. I'm moating the hell out of remote. Oh, damn. Remote learning moat. Is that what it's called, moat? Okay. Do you know that moat? It's the moat of the read. It's the heart of remote. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure what moat stands for, or is it just the same? Oh, I don't know. Get a around the castle, don't you? It's different spelling. It's yeah, M-O-T-E, yeah. isn't it? It's not moat. I'm going to Google it. 
go on, Google it. Whilst you're doing that, yeah, I've, I've, I've motored the hell out of everything. I'm, I'm yeah. sort of feeding back before they're even set work. I'm just setting them little reminders because it's so quick and instant. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about well-being and kind of like stress and anxiety levels for teachers, I'd argue something like that as a tool has cut marking dramatically yeah. and feedback. And then also it makes it really personal and it's kind of like, and it's not in a public domain. So actually if it needs to be personal and kind of critical or personal and kind of drives feedback to move forward, then actually I think you can, you know, you can record a two minute kind of quick blurb. You know, your hand would be kind of doing 10 to the dozen if you were yeah. doing that. So, um, and actually thinking about that, like, if you think of the amount of verbal feedback as a teacher you naturally give in a class setting, yeah. actually it's almost impossible to capture, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas actually moat might be a way of capturing some yeah. of the kind of key verbal feedback. Absolutely. I think I think people sometimes feared giving too much verbal feedback for sort of almost like say capture that that kind of whole, you know, when you're quality assured and you say, Well, what have you done? Well, you know, if it's just a stamp that says feedback, how do you know what that actually entailed? Whereas actually you've got a capture there, you can listen to it and you can say, Oh, actually your feedback was quite insightful, but you know, you didn't talk about the grammar or whatever it might be. And actually, you know, there there, there is a, a really useful tool there. So yeah. Go on Google man. Anything yeah. any update? Not really. I reckon it's something to do with remote. There you go. It's not really coming up with anything. In the in the 90s when people started working from home in the first generation they were they were called telecommunicators you can have a moat in the eye it means that you DC. someone's observed a fault have you checked the urban dictionary yeah last time ben did that is access to the network got restricted yeah. so i've got it all back so won't let me look at certain sites. That's that time you're uh, <laughs> the time the computer just started buzzing and it just turned off. Yeah. Oh dear. Get that quiet. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. This kind of cusp as things start to start to possibly return, although we're not got any guarantees, of course. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what people are going to hold on to, hold dear, get rid of. What are you looking forward to getting back into doing? Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to the messages section of the podcast where we've actually got some messages. <laughs> Adam. Hang on, could bring back a bit of a blast from the past. Oh, no. Messages. So we did get some feedback off. I think that was our first piece of feedback in a while, which is really nice. So we've had somebody, had one teacher who was commenting on how they were also really enjoying using Moat feedback in the classroom or remote. Mm. Well, two teachers. Big plugs for moats. Yeah. Just one teacher at the moment. So there's one shout out. What's a shout out? Is that different? I think we had two. Quabbling mm. over. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it doubles the amount of feedback you've <laughs> yeah. actually had. So that's quite... Feedback is doubles. Yeah. No, definitely two. Yeah. Would you want to, should we set... We've got the scientist and we've got the English teacher. It's two. Yeah, two. There you go. See there you go. Good math. Should we set, should we set the listeners, listener, a, ch a, ch a challenge <laughs> yeah. so we uh, we're aware of things on the internet where you kind of uh, you have to summarize your your life or something in in pictures not words so um if anyone any teachers can summarize their life in lockdown as a teacher what it's like in pictures not words or in captions not, not words so should we offer a prize oh plenty of bit crystal i'm liking that yeah so on instagram or twitter yeah Send us a, an, a photo or an image which summarises life as a teacher in lockdown as it's coming to an end. 
Yeah. And we will send you a pink Bic crystal. Ooh la la. So I think one of the takeaways that I would take when we start, I forgot what I was doing, what we did. It's one takeaways. take, Adam. Takeaways. Takeaways, take take okay. My takeaway is <laughs> I think back to basics on the kind of 8th of March or when people's return. So kind of going through basic expectations with pupils, kind of helping them kind of essentially re-acclimatise to being in a classroom, you know, which is very different to kind of being at home and learning. Absolutely. For me, it's about reflecting on maybe not throwing the baby out with the bathwater and, you know, actually what, what can we hold dear that's kind of been good and positive from remote learning. So actually kind of having a bit of a reflection and a bit of a review of what's worked for you and holding on to that. If it helps, use it. And then we talked about that uh, daily review, weekly review, monthly review, and maybe consider using a, a five minute intervention in your lessons to address any of those gaps that may arise. Thank you.